podcast all about sex and relationships. We cover everything from kinks to long-distance dating and everything in between. Today's topic is attachment styles, and today's guest is... My name is Brie Farron. Um, I am an associate marriage and family therapist, so I work with clients in a private practice setting, and um, I pretty much, you know, my modality is pretty much attachment theory, so I thought it'd be cool to talk about it on here. Yeah, and I feel like it's really big right now. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's one of those things where, like, I feel like there's ebbs and flows of, like, astrology and personality tests mm-hmm. and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and I feel like right now a lot of people are talking about attachment styles, mm-hmm. so I think that's really interesting. Yeah. Um. So... If you can explain a little bit to the audience, like what's the overall like theory behind attachment okay. styles? So the theory behind it is that it stems from childhood. It's a okay. psychodynamic theory. Okay. So um, there's three attachment styles, secure, anxious, and avoidant. Okay. Um, so let's say a child or a baby is crying all the time. Um, caregiver is there for them majority of the time. That's going to create a secure attachment style. Mm. Um Anxious attachment styles, if a baby's crying, sometimes parents there, sometimes their needs are met, sometimes they aren't. Baby doesn't know what they're going to get. Baby doesn't know if the moms are going to be there, you know. Yeah. They're not. Um, Avoidant is pretty much hardly there. Okay. Um, Baby kind of knows that. Okay. And so those stem from childhood. Okay. Then they roll over into our adult relationships. So secure is someone, you know, who's just able to effectively communicate, um, happy in their relationship, knows that they can depend on their partner. Um, and vice versa. Yeah. Um, avoidant is someone who, you know, really loves being independent, um, kind of has justifications for why they're not able to find the right partner for them. Yeah. Um, anxious is someone, you know, pretty pretty much self-explanatory, yeah. always yearning for more, always wanting to check in, jealous. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So so that's kind of it in a nutshell. Got yeah. it. Okay. Brie had me take the test before. <laughs> I did. Uh, and I got anxious attachment. <laughs> so we can jump into that one first. Yeah, let's and do you it. can psychoanalyze me a little bit. Um, let's do it. So I read a little bit about, like, you know, when you finish the quiz or whatever and it tells you mm-hmm. what it means. Um, experience emotional hunger, which makes sense, especially. And honestly, it does, that does coincide with my childhood mm-hmm. and the way that I oh, was interesting. raised. interesting. Okay. For sure, 100%. Yeah. It's one of those things where, like, sometimes it was, like, smothered with love and sometimes right. it was, like, see you in a few days. Yeah. So I feel like that makes a lot of that sense. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Um, desperate to form a fantasy bond of ideal love. I'm not sure if that one necessarily makes sense for me, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I do think that I, like, hold my relationships to a high standard mm-hmm. and I get, like, very upset when something goes wrong. Like, right. I can be kind of a brat. Okay. And so I don't know if it's necessarily ideal, but like when it's not like when things just like go wrong, I'm not good at being like, well, you know, right. That's just the way I'm like, I throw a tantrum sometimes I can (laughs) know to do that. So I feel like maybe that that makes sense. there. Do you feel like more young women fall into the anxious style? I feel like yes, okay. um, just because of how society is now. You know, the social media, yeah. um, I think that's really taken a toll on when it comes to activating our attachment style. Yeah. I've realized a lot of women that do come in do have this anxious attachment style. There's definitely less avoidant um, women versus men. They are out there, but it's definitely a lot more rare. And then yeah. men that usually are coming in are 
more on the avoidance side. <laughs> I was going to say, my boyfriend is 100% the avoidance side. <laughs> really? Style. He okay. hasn't even taken the quiz, but I can pretty much guarantee so that So how he does is. that work with you guys if you're more on the anxious side and he's more avoidant? Because it's kind of like the opposite I know. You know, of, the, of the magnet. We're opposite in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Not to be that woo-woo bitch, but he's a Gemini and I'm a Taurus, which okay. like really should not get along <laughs> very well. If you look at the rest of our chart, it makes sense. But still, on the surface, it's we're just so different. Yeah. But I think it helps a lot. Like He, he always like uses the line of like, you're teaching me things and I'm teaching you things. Mm-hmm. He, the first like few, I mean, we have this very long story, but the the first long, the long like year and a half up to us deciding to be boyfriend and girlfriend, we he had this thing called <laughs> time where. God, my ex had that same <laughs> thing, but he called it daddy time. <laughs> it's disgusting. And I was like, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I like to be alone too. That's fine. Oh That's God, chill. But inside yeah. I'm like, <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Um, so that's so, definitely like, um, you know, a quality um, that an avoidant person would have is, like I said, really valuing their independence. Yeah. Having, you know, time that is just for them. Right. And feeling like, you know, when someone else is trying to get close to them, they that kind of pushes them away even more. Right. So a lot yes. of the times anxious and avoidant don't really work out because, yeah. I mean, but it sounds like you guys really check in with your relationship. So we you do. guys yes. can kind of <laughs> move toward a more secure attachment style, which is amazing. I mean, that's how it should be. Like, yeah. you know, just effective communication, like I said before, and being able to really just check in into your relationship. Yeah, he's definitely teaching me to be more independent in relationships mm-hmm. just because... He is so much that way, and I do want to match that energy and not be too overbearing for him. And it's for sure working. Like, there's times now when, like, he wants to hang out, and I'm like, I actually (laughs) – I need some Katie time. Yeah. So it's – which is very rare for me, and I haven't really been like that in the past. So I think it's really interesting, and I think helpful – for us to have such different styles mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. we're – and he now sometimes it's like we'll hang out like three days in a row and I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> what is we're going on? getting Are we somewhere. Secure? This is a breakthrough. <laughs> <laughs> Versus like before, it's like one day and then like we need a couple days of a break and right. then one day. And it's like yeah. now three days in a row is like, whoo. Yeah, groundbreaking. Wow. I yeah, love it. I like come up from the airport and it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> so it's funny to see us change. Um, yeah. Secure attachment mm-hmm. style. Mm-hmm. So would this be like kind of, in your opinion, what everybody's like striving for? Um, I mean, yeah, I think we should all strive to be secure. But yeah. I think a lot of people aren't aware of what their attachment style even is. Like yeah. avoidance is probably completely in denial a lot of the times. They have no idea. Yeah. And they think that the way that they're acting or treating their partner is completely normal. Okay. You know, it's normal to kind of be by myself but also come together as a unit. Yeah. Um, you know, that kind of mentality, which which is true to a certain extent. But sometimes mm-hmm. it's just too much. Um, but right. I think it. I think that would be a goal, you know, to kind of move toward a more secure style in order to have like a healthy relationship. Because if it's two anxious people together, that's just going to create, you know, some chaos and potential yeah. you know, codependency and kind of just spiral. 100%. I've been from there. there. Yeah. yeah, we've all we've all been there. We've all been, we've all been, there. been there. Where you like feed off of each other's crazy, oh, yeah. and you're like, oh, he's acting like this crazy, <laughs> which means I get to act that <laughs> yeah. crazy. That's amazing. <laughs> Which I guess is not a good thing. Um, So even though it does stem from childhood, do you feel like you can grow out of or grow into a new style? Um, Yes, but I think it takes a lot of time. You know, it's something that was kind of our foundation of Mm -hmm. how we were taught to love others or how we perceive and view relationships. So that's going to take some time to kind of take a step back and to have some insight about in order to change and take those those steps in order to get to where we want to be. Yeah. But I think it's definitely possible. What would you say, I know everybody's different, but like what are some of those steps you can take 
I think the first step would just be having insight and just okay. noticing, you know, what is potentially triggering you yeah. to act out in an anxious way and yeah. to kind of talk yourself down and bring the evidence in. And let's say, example, like you call your boyfriend. Um, he doesn't he doesn't answer and he doesn't call you back for another four hours. Yeah. You know, think about where your brain could go in that moment. Oh, he's so many at, places. You know, it can start with, oh, my God, he's flirting with a girl at the coffee shop that I saw him with yesterday to, oh, my God, he's definitely at a strip club or something. Yeah. And I have no idea. Oh, my God, what's going on? He doesn't love me. He's going to leave me. Oh, when yeah. really he's just in a business meeting and has his phone in his bag. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think it's just kind of taking those extra steps that normal people, not normal people, but other people <laughs> wouldn't yeah. have to do in order to kind of just talk yourself down in order to be more mindful and just more in the moment and really bring in that evidence of what's really going on. Okay, yeah. got it. That makes sense. I feel like, so I feel like the first step is just at least knowing what your attachment style is and accepting what your totally. attachment style is. Yeah, which could take a lot of time. But I, that's why I feel like having the insight to it is the biggest step because then that's just going to create so much potential growth yeah. in order to moving it more into a more secure um, style. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I know we're we're kind of touching on each one, but yeah. uh, if we can dive a little bit deep into each one and you can kind of give some insight into like what does a person in the secure attachment style like look like on paper. Mm-hmm. And then also I wanted to talk about there was a fourth one, anxious avoidant. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I was curious about that one mm-hmm. because is that just like a mix Yeah. So the three attachment cells are actually umbrella terms in a way. They kind of can branch out into a whole bunch of other types of attachment. Um, But again, it's like those are the three main ones. But anxious avoidant would kind of be someone, you know, kind of self-explanatory anxious in the beginning. And then once that person kind of breaks, the other person breaks through and gets closer, then they become avoidant. Oh. Uh-huh. So that's why I was saying, you know, earlier before we got got on to the recording, it's like you, it's kind of on a spectrum. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You don't need to be fully engulfed into one style. It kind of just works. You know, you can have one foot in one and your pinky toe in the other. It just it just depends. That makes so much sense yeah. because I feel like how you said somebody can be like anxious in the beginning and then avoidant once they're mm-hmm. broken through. I feel like I'm almost the opposite. Okay. Like I'm avoidant in the beginning. You have some walls up. I have some walls up. Yeah. And then so when somebody breaks them down and like allows them to come down, then yeah. I become anxious. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, I decided well, I get really hurt. like you. You yeah, don't want to get yeah, hurt. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like I'm definitely, and that's why I was a little bit like confused, but now it makes sense. I was like, I feel like I'm avoidant mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, but it's definitely just in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then when I decide I really like you, then that's when the crazy turns on. <laughs> and I decide I'm obsessed with you. It's like, there's no gray area right, for me. Right. I'm either like yeah. completely uh, dis, like I'm not attached at all or I'm mm-hmm. fully, fully attached. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense that it's an umbrella term and there are different ones. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, our partners can, each different partner can bring out a different attachment style in you. Like, let's say you have someone who's fully, fully secure, that's going to bring out your more secure attachment style. Because if you're you're always being anxious toward them, they're kind of going to shush that down and allow you to kind of rewire your brain and to kind of move toward a more secure style such as they are in too. Right. Mm -hmm. So what would a person who's in a secure style, like what would a relationship with them look like? Um, Can I say, can I say names? Are they going to be bleeped out? All names will be bleeped out. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Before they broke up. Okay. You know what I mean? Just like very loving. Yeah. Um, I felt like it was always, always on the calm same page. Yes. Them. Easy, calm, no jealousy. Okay. Know that you can depend on your partner yeah. and vice versa. Know that, you know, you're I'm not too needy. I don't feel, 
you know, all of these anxiety little flutters coming up just easy yeah. and at peace with the relationship. Wow, that's really hard for me to relate to. Same. <laughs> what is that? What is that that's like? really hard for me to relate to. <laughs> and so that can stem back to both of them having very secure childhoods. Yes. Yes, which they both did. Wow. Yeah. That yeah. is so interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's kind of why also um, women who are more anxious attachment style, they are more drawn toward avoidant men because that's kind of how they view love in a way. It triggers that. And so they associate the anxious feelings with with passion when actually it's not. So then when they finally find someone who's secure, I'm bored, they say, you know, this isn't the right person. I don't like how they do this. And so they kind of aren't able to even find a partner who's secure because they don't associate that. Um, with what being in a good relationship is like. That is wild. Yeah, yeah. And makes so much sense. Because I feel like myself included and most girls I know who fall into the anxious style always go for that same guy. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's a constant thing of like, why? Like, why are they going? Yeah. Why are we all going for this guy who's like very obviously emotionally unavailable? Yeah. So that makes a lot of sense that it would go back to childhood. And Mm -hmm. like, that's what you, that's the kind of affection you got. Yeah. Not really a lot of affection. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. And then that's kind of where codependency comes into play too, because people with that anxious style, you know, tend to be fixers or want to, help other people or change them so that's you know they feel they can do that with someone who's more avoidant oh my god that's crazy can an can somebody with an avoidant attachment style still be codependent like Hmm. would they be would the average person who's not really working on it but falls into an avoidant style Mm -hmm. would they most likely find themselves in relationships with another avoidant style no no No, that's pretty pretty rare because think about it they're just going to be yeah. Neither of them are going to be checking grow. in with the other. Right. They'll kind of just drift drift off. Got it. And that's why there's so many anxious and avoidance in the dating pool because all of the secure ones are kind of already taken with each other at this point. Oh, no. <laughs> I know. Terrible news, everyone. And then the avoidance <laughs> are more likely to be recycled back out into the dating field because it's really difficult for them, them to keep a relationship. Why, why would somebody who is, or maybe they wouldn't, maybe it's just all that's left, but why would somebody who's in an avoidance style want to be with someone who's in an anxious style? Like, what, do, what does that person get out of it? Mm-hmm. Do they kind of like the power? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, like probably just this feeling per- needed. I know that this and, person wants, right. wants me more than I want them. Right, yeah, yeah. My goodness. This is terrifying for people who are single and listening. <laughs> Um, so as a professional, are you able to tell pretty immediately what somebody's style is? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. After the first session. But I don't tell them that. I kind of am like, you know, I introduce the quiz and and I'm kind of like, okay, and I ask them, you know, the questions. Um, and I kind of go from there with them and I'll say, okay, well, after these questions, what kind of, I mean, I, I explain what the attachment styles are. Right. And then I'm like, what do you think you might be or might lean toward after hearing these questions and your answers? And then they kind of start to have some insight too. Got it. And what do you do if somebody is totally just like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like they're just like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, they're just like, no, this is not my style. That's not it. Like, mm. I no, I think I'm secure. And they're mm-hmm. very, very clearly not. 
Interesting. I've actually never experienced. Oh, really? That. Most people are more self-aware. Yeah. I'm not giving people I mean, credit. this is this is like a long quiz, so it's kind of hard to say. Oh no, I'm not that. Right. I, I guess mean, that if makes I guess sense. I would say, well, I understand why you would think that, but the quiz kind of says differently. <laughs> In yeah. a very nice way. And I mean, right. Of course. It's it's difficult because you just have to follow the client where they are, and mm. if that's what they think, then that's what they think, and I can just all I can do is like hold their hand through that you right. know journey until they're ready to accept. Um, really what's going on under the under the surface. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So all this comes from, you said, a book. Yeah, there's a book called Attached. Okay. Um, so this actually came from, I believe it's John Bowlby and Mary Ainsworth. Those okay. were the two people from a while ago who kind of created this this whole study of, um, it's called some, some baby study. I forget what it's called. But that they put a baby in a room. Okay. And um, with their caregiver. And they're playing with toys, and then they, um, the parent walks out. And so depending on how the baby reacts is what their attachment style is. So if the baby's like, okay, bye, mom and dad. Like, I'm fine. Like, I'm going to play with my toys because I know you're going to come back. That's yeah, a secure yeah, attachment. Yeah. And if the baby is kind of crying and crying when the mom leaves because they don't know if she's going to come back or not, then that's an anxious. Okay. And then, if, and then an avoidant is when the mom finally comes back um, into the room, and the baby's kind of upset with the mom. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Yeah. Wow. So you can you can look at a baby and know what their style is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty crazy. much. Yeah, I feel like whenever I have like friends who have babies, I'm gonna like watch what I, what they do, what the baby does, and the mom does. I'm gonna be like, your baby has an anxious attachment style. <laughs> oh my that gosh. is crazy. Okay, so that's where it came from, and you can access the full quiz, like the longer one mm-hmm. in that book. Right. Yeah. Got it. It's called Attach. It's by oh my gosh, who is it by? Um, something Levine. Okay, but it'll come up. It's like the only book that's called Attached. Yeah, so it's on Amazon. It's yeah, really, yeah, yeah. really amazing. I suggest it to you know everyone in their in their twenties and thirties for sure. And with and the lo- with the longer test, can you will it tell identify like what you are like a little bit more specific? Like if you're like anxious avoidant or I don't, whatever, I don't or does remember. it still just categorize you? I think it just categorizes the top three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, got it. Okay, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Um. So do you feel like, obviously you know a lot about this because it's your job, but do you feel like somebody who's like a normal person who is not a doctor can learn this and kind of like use it to be a better partner? Oh my God, yeah. I mean, that's what I do with everyone, you know, that's having relationship issues that I see is that, you know, we kind of dive into their attachment and they're able to kind of point out the red flags immediately. You know, like I I read like some quote, it was like on, we're not really strangers or something. Mm -hmm. It's like, if someone leaves you feeling question mark, question mark, question mark, then leave them because it's so true. Like someone shouldn't be making you question what's going on, especially at the beginning. It should just be easy. So if someone, if you're like, why is this person, you know, texting me weird? Or if they're just being weird, obviously playing games and you find yourself justifying this behavior, then it's probably something, you know, to cut off. I wish I knew about this back when I was dating and like on dating apps Mm -hmm. because I feel like it would have helped me so much. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like I would like it's almost like you said I would like justify behavior or I was a huge fan of like oh well they're just like busy Mm -hmm. or like they're just like not a great texter and like then you look back after you've like kind of become more of like a full-fledged human and you're like oh none of that right none of that was a real thing right because like with like communicating and stuff, and I always tell girlfriends like that who are dating someone who's like a quote unquote bad communicator. I'm like, it is 100% about your priority in their life. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that women have a really hard time accepting that 
the guy just might not be into them. Yeah. Yeah, which unfortunately is what it is a lot of the time. Yeah. It's and like us as friends, like I was listening to like Whitney Cummings podcast and she's like, us as women are always like telling our friends like, oh my God, maybe he's gay or, you know, there's no anything, way. Any he excuse. lost his phone. Just right. anything. When we can just say, he just doesn't like you. Yeah. I mean, we don't mesh with everyone in life and that's fine. Right, you know? exactly. And it's also like okay for somebody to not mm-hmm. like you. I right. feel like it's this thing too. And I've even been guilty of this where I attach how I feel onto them Mm -hmm. and then when they stop talking to me or ghost me or start dating someone else it's like I get upset at them Mm -hmm. when it's like I attach the way I felt to the whole situation yeah Yeah. and that's not really on them like they're allowed to not like you and that's okay like (laughs) it hurts so bad but it hurts so bad that you're just like you want to be upset and angry and tell them to fuck off yeah it's like but at the end of the day, yeah, I feel like I that was a big thing for me in relation in dating where I would be like, but things were so great. Like we were basically boyfriend and girlfriend and they'd be like, well, I actually didn't see it that way yeah. at all. Right, right. Or I was very honest from the beginning. I feel like another thing too, which is probably goes to the anxious style is mm-hmm. one big thing I used to do was I would be dating someone and they'd be very honest from the beginning about like not wanting a girlfriend or not wanting a commitment but I'd like stick around because it's like maybe uh, they'll you know Mm -hmm. they'll wake up one day and decide they're in love with me yeah you know what I mean it's (laughs) like maybe like 99% of the time that like does not happen Uh Mm -hmm. Um, which I feel like probably makes sense for the anxious Mm -hmm. anxious I'll just like assume that like yeah we'll have a fairy tale ending totally and I get to know me more yeah exactly (laughs) oh my god but and, and I feel like anxious people kind of build up this fake potential of people that might not even exist. Yeah. Um, you know, like, oh, if he didn't work so much, he would be calling me more, texting yeah. more. Um, he's in, he's busy in meetings, but you know what? He's just not texting you. He yeah. doesn't like you. Yeah, and everybody's on their phone okay. all the time. Totally. Like, if somebody's not texting it's because they do not want to be texting Exactly, you. <laughs> exactly. And it's kind of, it just comes down to, like, we need to find partners who, um, you know, love us the way that we would love them. For sure. Mm-hmm. Even used to be like a very bad texter and I will say in his defense he's a pretty bad texter across the board Mm -hmm. it's like but he's working on it but it's like now we're dating and he's not a bad texter anymore I mean sometimes he is but like overall he's not it's like once he decided he liked me then he just yeah you know what I mean he just decided he wanted to talk to me more and it really Uh wasn't that much about being a bad texter becoming more secure I'm so proud of him oh it's really cute to (laughs) see good job Uh, let's take a quick break and then we'll jump back in (laughs) okay Okay, so one thing I wanted to hit, too, was without getting too personal, obviously, Mm -hmm. do you feel like you're able to use this knowledge, like, in your own life? Oh, my God, yes. I guess it helped you a lot with, like, dating and, like, just navigating relationships in general. Totally. I was in a relationship for almost, it was about four and a half years with someone who was extremely avoidant. Okay. And I honestly feel like I was pretty secure before meeting him, and Uh he totally just, like, triggered this anxiety driven human being of, wow. of me because you never knew I didn't know any of this I was just starting grad school yeah. I didn't even know who I was I was like yeah. learning all this stuff about mental health and then everything just kind of like made sense one day and I was like what the fuck am I doing <laughs> dude what the fuck wow so I mean that was a huge learning experience for me in terms of just learning about the attachment styles and how right. fragile they can make us yeah. and you know how important it is to kind of just like I said before just keep yourself in check yeah so that that's interesting the fact that you can be a secure style and then you're with someone who's extremely avoidant and almost withholding with their feelings totally and it can turn you into an anxious style because I feel like I've been in relationships like that where somebody is so just like 
emotionally not there and I spend our whole relationship like breaking down these walls or trying Mm -hmm. to break them down Mm -hmm. or like every step in our relationship is a result of me like forcing it yeah and then it's like you start to just like attach every relationship to that idea of like I have to force everything and be overly like obsessive because the only way we're gonna actually thrive Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. wow okay well I don't know about yours but like fuck my dude who made me that way because now I'm anxious (laughs) And that's bullshit. I know, I um, know. Do you feel like these styles have any relevance to fr- platonic friendships? Yeah, I do. Okay. I do, actually, now that you say that. Yeah, I think that our, you know, that's our, that's how we attach to human beings in general. Yeah. So I totally think that, you know, our attachment styles come out even in just, you know, friendships that are my girlfriends as well. Yeah. You know, like if my friend isn't texting me back, I'm going to wonder why the fuck she isn't texting me back. Yeah, and my, for sure. My brain will kind of start to spiral and I have to kind of keep tabs on that and say, hold on, she's probably with her boyfriend. Everything's right. fine. Right, right, Chill right. out, Brie, you know. Yeah, because I, so. I feel like I do that sometimes with friendships where I'll like, with certain friends, I'll like get in my head and be like, mm-hmm. oh my God, they don't like me. Right. You know what I mean? All the time. Versus All like the time. Gabby, for example, is like my person. So yeah. it's like she not, doesn't text me back for a week and I, but I, and I don't care yeah you know what I mean because it's like we just have that solid Mm -hmm. secure foundation that's why I'm saying like different people can bring out different types of attachment to you like or someone that you're not too fond of but is still your friend you're probably going to be more avoidant with them and not want to you know not be as um uh, I can't even think of the word, but not be as involved in the friendship. Right, right, right. So it can even help with platonic friendships. Yeah. And I feel like, yeah. I mean, I mean, you could, I mean, you, I guess you could attach this to almost any type of relationship, mm-hmm. like even work environments. Yeah. I was Good just point. reading a thing about like management styles and how certain managers can like just like make you a worse worker. Like if they're, if they're like really hard on you and like mean and not mm-hmm. like helpful at all, mm-hmm. then you're gonna be less likely to like take work home or like come in early or like yeah. go above and beyond because yeah. they're like not treating you with the respect that you deserve. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you could almost like attach certain styles to that and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, in, in everyday yeah. life, there's totally. so much that you can do with it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. This would have definitely helped me a lot in my relationships. So, what's the best course of action for a couple? I mean, do you work with couples? Mhm, sometimes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what's like what is something you're supposed to do if you're find yourself in a relationship with someone who for example is like avoidant and you're anxious? Like mm-hmm. what what are steps a couple can do to like fix that? Communicate more about it. Okay. Realize what their attachment styles are. Yeah. And, you know, the avoidant might need to take the extra steps to kind of fill the void that the anxious person is kind of wanting to, you know, reach for. Yeah. Yeah, You know, whether that means, like, sending a text, hey, I'm thinking of you today, which he normally wouldn't do, but it kind of eases the the anxious person's, you know, anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there's these conflicting theories on relationships where – some people are like, oh, if a guy has to do that, like a guy shouldn't have to do yeah. that or, or feel like he needs to do that. He shouldn't change who he is. Mm-hmm. But on the other end, it's like, at least for me, I feel like relationships kind of are about change. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're like another human is like the most important person in your life, you're like inevitably going to change. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think there's anything wrong with like changing in small ways for a partner right totally I mean you don't Um, have to full-on change your whole personality but if you're gonna if you love someone you want them to be the best version of themselves why wouldn't you take those extra steps to make them feel that way right and it's like I don't feel even if I don't love doing something I don't feel forced or bad about doing it because my partner likes it Mm -hmm. I'm stoked that they're happy totally yeah like it takes two seconds to 
you know, send a text. Right. Or whatever exactly. that is. Totally agree. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel like there are some people who are like, well, I'm just who I am. That was how my ex was. It was like, mm. why? Well, just This is just who I am. Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't like it, then you don't like me. Did we get the same person? <laughs> honestly <laughs> wow because but yeah it's like and i and i'd always be like oh shit like am i the bad guy right, right. For am i ask- asking for too am much? am i asking for too much yeah. right yeah but then it's like with for example it's like he is so avoidant but he's go- doing all these things mm-hmm. like i'll make like a snide comment about him not like posting about me and the next day i like notice mm-hmm. we'll be like out somewhere and he'll like take a couple stories yeah, yeah. and like tag me and i'm like yeah, see? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, just the easiest things. It's that the can, easiest things that, that like, can don't help. affect you at all. Totally. Wow. Okay, this is good to know. Well, and you said you're an anxious style. Yeah, unfortunately. I think I'm moving more towards secure. I like to I'd think say, that we're I'd all say moving that. towards secure, yeah. honestly. Baby steps. Well, thank you so much for coming on yeah, of course. and talking so about attachment styles with me I feel like this is something that I'm gonna like consider now in every single aspect of all of my relationships in my life (laughs) and be like I bet you this conflict is happening because (laughs) because you're this style and I'm this style Um, but I do feel like it's super super helpful Um, I hope you guys know this episode if you did please leave it a good rating Um, you can leave some nice words it really helps me out if you're watching on YouTube like this video and subscribe for more Uh, Bree's information will be down below and also you can uh, download the book I'll put the link to it I'm sure it's on Amazon if you want to be on an episode you can call me leave me a voicemail it's 424-245-5102 you can talk to me about attachment styles and you can leave me a new topic you can ask me an advice question whatever you want give me a call if you don't want to leave a voicemail you can also email me at WTGFYpodcast that's P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com guys